we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We're not dressed for this. I don't need to be around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, what a road is. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the podcast, part of the Butter Prop Rat Network. I can't even talk today. Sorry. I am getting over a little bit of a sickness, and it is a sickness of Jersey fever, bitch, because <laughs> we back in the R-H-O-N-J. That is right. The Jersey girls are back, a.k.a. Real Housewives of Teresa. We got a very, very special like preview episode with Joe and Teresa Unlocked, but now we are fully fledged in the Ronge universe. And of course, I'm Eddie Estrada. I'm here with my co-host for all things Jersey, all the time. He's family. Family. <laughs> Armin. Armin, how you doing? I'm doing great, Eddie. My father! <laughs> I always love when you do the, the my father. See, I can't even oh, do it. Oh, wow. Wow. See, so my voice is like a little bit crack, crack, you, you can't hit that register today. I can't hit it right now. Okay. But there's been like a lot of smoke in the LA area and like True. I am also getting over the sickness that everyone else seemed to have. Yep. Just now. So I'm, I apologize. For Jersey my, fever. Jersey fever. So I apologize if I'm a little bit scratchy. It's not the lipo. <laughs> it's not. Don't blame it on Bill. I'm not trying to do um, an impersonation of uh, Jackie, Miss mm. Miriam Webster. <laughs> I think you would be able to pull off quite a good impersonation, although maybe not as good as Jennifer's. I actually thought it was quite good. I was actually really impressed. I was too. Well, we'll get into that because I loved this first episode of Jersey. What did you think? It was a strong premiere, I think. The first half was a little lackluster, mm -hmm. but they have to reintroduce the cast. They gotta. You, they don't presume that all the viewers already know them. So there's a little bit of get to know Teresa, get to know Dolores, get to know Marge. And if you're a longtime viewer, you're like, okay, let's just get through this part. Yeah, we know what's going on. We know what's going on. Yes, we get it. Like Marge Sr. is amazing. And she's funny. And I guess she's like no longer around. She's in New York City living the high yeah. life. Should we go through each of the ladies and say what they're up to just very yeah. briefly? Yeah, it's all light except for Teresa. Teresa, which we'll get into. <laughs> which we'll get into. Which we've gotten into. Right. So yeah, so like you said, Margaret is running her business. Marge Sr. was her um, accountant for years. Right. But she decided to take a bookkeeping job in the city, a.k.a. NYC, and she's out partying harder than she ever has. I heard she's on uh, next season uh, of Summer House. I heard that too. She's she's joining those kids. I heard she has a, a love affair with Carl Radke. <laughs> I heard they can't keep up with Marge Senior. They I really mean, look can't. at Marge Senior. Let's be honest. Nobody can keep up with Marge Senior. She is partying with the best of them. Did you hear her tagline? I did. I may have two cats, but I only have one pussy. <laughs> Lisa Vanderpump would honestly be like so proud of Marge Senior for that tagline because that seems like a very like. Lisa Vanderpump tagline. It involves animals and her vagina. I think LVP would be jealous, may already be jealous of the fact that Marge Sr. thought of that before she did. I mean, I think so too. Although LVP is more of a dog person than a cat person. Yeah, but still, if she's going to play St. Francis, all the animals deserve love, baby. <laughs> Can't pick and choose when you're going on the ark. Does LVP have cats? Um, I don't know, but she's got swans, She's horses. got like every animal, so maybe. 
I mean, when she got, she gets Tamara and Vicky in her house too. She's got the whole farm, farm plan. If you guys have not caught our OC recap, we have that up too. We have a new guest host, Matthew McFarland. He's great. He was wonderful. So if you guys want to check that out, that's in our uh, I'm a bank. fan. I'm a fan. So that's what's going on with Margaret. Yes. Dolores is doing Dolores things. You know, her and Frank Sr. are still house flipping. You know, Frankie is doing Frankie things. Uh, Melissa and Joe are just being Melissa and Joe. Melissa uh, is uh, Turning preparing for her 40th. Exactly. Everything is pretty light. So I think we could skip over most of it. And I think and Jennifer is preparing the party that we see at the end of the episode. She's getting lipo. She's dieting li- right. lipo. Jackie. What was going there. on with Jackie? Yeah, Jackie's around. Her main thing is her feud with Jennifer, which I can't wait to get into. That's oh, the God. strong part of this episode. You just have to get through that beginning that little catch up portion and thankfully we won't have that anymore because we already all caught up now we're caught up now uh but then you get Teresa judice and that's a heavy heavy situation so at this point in the show joe has been released from prison is in ice custody and he get at the end of the episode he gets transferred to ice custody so right now he's they're awaiting it at the beginning right yes and they are, of course, uh, awaiting the final decision on his appeal of his deportation. As we stand today, spoiler alert, if you don't know, I'm sure you know. Spoiler I'm, alert. I'm sure everyone has watched Joe and Teresa Unlocked by now. If you haven't, watch it. Watch it. Joe petitioned to leave ICE custody and await his decision, appeal decision in Italy. And so Joe is currently in Italy with... Teresa with yes. uh, his daughters and they are all together and if you go on Instagram and, and you go to any one of their Instagram accounts or ours or ours um, you can see uh, photos and even on IG stories you can see videos of them in Italy there are videos of uh, Joe and uh, Gia dancing for example Aww. Joe and um, Melania dancing so as it stands today we still haven't really gotten much progress on the appeal of the deportation front but at the very least, Joe is no longer in custody of any sorts, yes. right? But in this point in the show, right, uh, they're you know excited for him to at least be released from prison, have a sentence completed. Yes, yeah. um, we have a really good scene with Gia, Melania, the other two girls, and uh, <laughs> No No. Oh my gosh! And this was a truly that, heartbreaking. That scene. was a tearjerker. I know. So Gia is talking about how she's upset. Because uh, Joe's not going to be there for these major moments. She's a senior in high school. She's got senior prom. She's got graduation. She's going to be moving to Rutgers in the fall. She was accepted into Rutgers University where she will be pursuing eventually a degree in law, which I find very admirable and interesting. I always love when people uh, have something of a hardship or an obstacle in their life. And they go to college to help others overcome that obstacle or, or um, you know, situation that they've had. So for Gia, she's still so upset about the way her father's situation was handled and, you know, the legal repercussions of all of that. So she wants to become a lawyer to maybe help other people who are going through similar situations. Melania does not believe that. Melania thinks that Gia just stole the idea from her because Melania has been evidently saying she wants to be a lawyer, to which Gia and Teresa were like, when have you ever said that? Last year you wanted to be Fetty Wap. So she could be Fetty Wap the lawyer. 
But this scene's really sad because the Melania's like, I'll get over yourself, kind of. And Gia's like, no, you don't understand. If you were in the same situation, you would feel the same way. She's acting like Teresa. Melania's acting like Joe. Yeah. Gia comes after Melania one more time. Melania's like, that's it, I'm out, and walks away. And then she just, Gia gets upset. And there was that beautiful scene where um, Nano, which uh, is Teresa's father, basically says, don't worry, I'll be your father and I'll be your grandfather. Um, for these moments for you, I'll be there. And then he's, she's like, oh, you make me cry. And he goes, I cry inside. And I was just like, <laughs> heartbroken. Everyone was emotional. We were watching together with Camille and I, everyone had a tear in their eyes. Um, yeah, that was, that was rough to watch. And like you said in the beginning of this podcast, Eddie, this is the Real Housewives of Teresa. Mm-hmm. And it's because they have not only been the focus of this show, you know, the Judice family. And Teresa, of course. Um, but Teresa and her family have gone through quite a lot on screen. This is going to be a heartbreaking season. I already know. Teresa has become much more independent, though. And I'm really yeah. excited to see this Teresa who's kind of free of Joe, free of... But not you know, really. But not really. But she is a lot more independent. Like she, Joe's still there, but she's able to do all the things that Joe originally used to do for her herself. And right. she's not still financially, you know, like indebted to him i mean she can't be anymore she already served her time but i i'm interested to see the way she navigates the season with almost a post joe mentality already in her head because as we know from the last reunion if joe gets deported to italy and you know his appeal does not go through teresa is ready to leave him right and, and she said that at last year's she reunion said this at last year's reunion and the joe and teresa unlocked right so, and what I mean by uh, saying like Teresa is still not free of Joe, I don't mean that she relies on Joe. Oh yeah, she is very much independent. What I mean is that Joe is still very much a part of her life because, as she said multiple times throughout this episode, Teresa st- still shares four children with Joe, yeah. and that inextricable tie makes it so that she is constantly thinking of Joe's situation and she is actually the one who is financing his appeals, mm-hmm. which she has said is it's somewhat burdensome, right? Well, yeah. So there's that. And then having to think about her children's state of mind yeah, because they all want their dad home. She may not care. And Dolores is thinking that, right? She doesn't really care. She's over Joe. She's ready to move on. Andy said recently he thinks that Teresa is over Joe. She is ready to move on. But I think she still wants the best for Joe because it means the best for her kids. Yeah. Teresa is going through it, but evidently so are Jackie and Jennifer. So they became friends after last season. Their daughters became friends. They are setting up play dates. And everyone thought everything was cool. And then Teresa, with her million views and her million followers, <laughs> according to Melissa, um, saw a – Teresa posted an Instagram story of Jennifer Aiden. And Jennifer's doing an impersonation of Jackie, which it was just – you know, it was one line that she said. I thought it was funny. I thought it was cute. She basically, So it's Jennifer basically being like, define stalking. Define stalking. Miss Miriam Webster. Which is what Jackie said at the reunion, and it was a really funny moment. It was a good soundbite. So, if you're gonna make fun of someone, why not use first of all the most like least offensive thing, and two, something that was already a soundbite that people made fun of on the internet. 
Yeah, I'm right here with you. I don't see it as a big deal. Whatever. I'm sure Jackie has mocked Jennifer behind closed doors. And she wrote about Jennifer last season and mocked her for like spoiling her children. So I'm I'm with Jennifer when she's like, you know, this is our relationship. We can we can be light about things, not take things too seriously. Then you need to get that stick out your ass and laugh at my freaking joke. I'm a comedian. <laughs> I'm not gonna uh, co-sign that. Not to pull the Ariana, the Ariana on the beach oh, moment oh. where it's like I take sketch comedy very seriously. I'm not gonna be the I'm, I take uh, the label of comedian very seriously. But Jennifer's not a comedian. Hey, but she, it's fine if she wants to claim on, she's a on comedian. Her, on her behind the episode fact, she said that she thinks she's the funniest out of all the housewives on Twitter on social media of any housewife of her of her group. Maybe I don't think the Ronge crew is that funny, except for uh, Margaret. I still think this is a minor offense. Yeah. Okay, so she mocked you. However, what's more important is that we start the season off with some divisions, mm-hmm. and. Based on the previews, it seems like these divisions hold. Yes, and the it, entire season. And it's going to be Jennifer and Teresa versus... And Dolores is always Team Teresa. Yeah, always. She's a ride or die. And then it's going to be Melissa. Melissa's like in the middle. Yeah, she's stuck. Because she can't go against Teresa. But you know, her and Teresa, they've always had tension they used to be the ones on opposite sides. Oh, 100%. But ever since, I want to say, season seven... They've they've come together. They've come together, but there's still that tension. There's always been that tension where it's like, okay, now now we love each other. Actually, even back to season six, they started to really cozy Get back. up. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, since then, it's been like, so you're not going to cross me, right? I mean, we're, we're sister-in-law. We're sisters-in-law, you know, family. Mm-hmm. We don't we're cross family. each other. And Melissa honestly does a good a good job at this because in this episode, yeah. yeah, they're at dinner and Jackie brings up the rumors that Teresa's stepping out on a man. I loved Margaret saying, talking about this being like, whatever she does behind closed doors is her business. It's mm-hmm. none of my business. Margaret, I'm the same way. If Teresa wants to go sleep with some 21 year old while Joe's away, let her do it. He's, you know, he did the same thing while she was gone. As we found out on Joe, Teresa, he was stepping out with ladies too, but Jackie seems like she's just trying to spread this rumor to spread this rumor, you know, for 15 minutes, that whole situation. For content. For content. And Melissa's like, whoa, can't have you saying that. It's my family. That's my sister-in-law. If she says nothing happened, then that's the story I'm sticking with. And I was like, kudos to you, Melissa. Like, stick up for your family. Like, rumors are rumors. Unless Teresa says that it happened, it didn't happen. And historically, Melissa wouldn't have no, done she that. she wouldn't. And historically, Teresa wouldn't have done that. In fact, I mean, most people think that Teresa facilitated the uh, Melissa cheating rumors back in, you know, season four. Uh, So things have changed a lot. Yeah. Things have definitely changed a lot. They've grown. So back to the, you know, the dividing lines, Melissa, we could say is in the middle. Some days she leans one way. Some other days she leans another. And then the other side is for sure Jackie and Margaret. Yeah. Although Margaret likes Teresa and wants to be friends with Teresa, but as we saw in this episode, they still have friction over the Danielle situation. So I think ultimately, even though Margaret wants to be friends with Teresa, they're going to end up being enemies. And so it's going to be like Margaret, Jackie, Melissa, because I think Melissa is ultimately going to be on that side of things. uh, While like, every now and then like towing on the other side and saying like, but I'm here for you, Teresa. But like, you know, I don't agree with um, 
Jennifer when it comes to like Jennifer versus Jackie, and then she's gonna be siding with Jackie and Margaret on all other issues. Yeah, I think that's where this is going. So that's what I love to see out of a premiere is we start to see all of the alliances form being created right in the moment, and mm-hmm. these alliances are already fighting because Jennifer decides to have. Um, a party for the five-year anniversary of her husband's plastic surgery business, and all the ladies are invited. Uh, She's unsure if Jackie is going to come because Jackie has already canceled a play date between Jennifer's daughter and Jackie's daughter. Also, anytime I say anything about Jennifer, I'm always like, Jennifer's party, Jennifer's daughter. I'm like, Jennifer's body. Like, I don't know if you ever saw that movie (laughs) with Megan Megan Fox. Right. Love that movie, by the way. That's a classic. Huge cult following for that movie. Huge. It's so good, guys. I saw it in theaters back when, like, it came out. That was a good one. Um, but Jennifer's party is no nowhere near as good as Jennifer's body. But um, all the ladies are invited. Jackie ends up showing up, right. which I was impressed. I mean, obviously, she's got filming duties. But Jennifer actually handles this really well. And I think I would have done the same thing where I, at first I just say hello, you know, just trying to make peace. She, it's her event. She doesn't want any drama at first. And Jackie starts getting really, like, bitchy because she hasn't, straight up apologized to her yet. If I was having a party and there was beef between me and a person and they came, I would say hello to them. I would be super cordial. And then later I would pull them aside one-on-one and be like, okay, let's talk about this and let's like squash the beef. Whereas Jackie expects Jennifer to come straight out the gate and just be like, I'm so sorry. I'm, I should have never done this, which Jennifer would never do because as we said, we side with Jennifer. She thought this was a stupid little joke that was just posted on Instagram that everyone was going to forget about where Jackie was like, I got two hours of sleep. You know, every millions of followers saw this. Like, it's so rude. She sounded like Fran Drescher, all these things that also the Fran Drescher and the two hours of sleep were facts on the behind the episodes. So if you guys want to watch it back, there was actually some interesting, like additional talking points. What did you think about Jackie's claim that Jennifer did that because she's desperate for Teresa's love. Oh, I 100% think so. I think Jennifer sees that this is Real Housewives of Teresa, and she needs to align herself with the Queen Bee, which is always going to be Teresa. We see Danielle Staub groveling at Teresa's feet as well. We see Melissa Gorga going under the reign of Teresa. We see Margaret not trying to ruffle any of Teresa's feathers. You got Jackie going head-to-head, but at the same time, like, Jackie, you're going to get eaten alive by this woman. But Jennifer knows the game. She knows that Housewives is honestly a game of chess, and you got to get with the right team or else you're going to fail. So I think Jennifer is definitely desperate for Teresa's attention. She's got the money. She needs the friends too. So I agree. And Jennifer hasn't hidden the fact that she is a huge Real Housewives fan. And for years has been a devoted viewer of The Real Housewives of New Jersey, a.k.a. The Real Housewives of Teresa. And we can ascertain from that alone that, yeah, of course she'd be desperate to have Teresa's love. She's probably a huge fan of Teresa. As we said earlier, Teresa has carried this show. This show has basically been her journey, right? Like, sure, Melissa came in, and her and Joe have been an integral part of uh, this show, but Teresa has been there since day one. You know who hasn't been there for all the seasons? Caroline fell off. Jacqueline fell off. Danielle fell off, came back. Um, Melissa came in on season three. But Teresa has been there since day one. 
the producers even stopped filming. They stopped for Teresa. Poor Teresa when she went to prison. This show is all about Teresa. We had the little blip with Amber and the twins. Yeah, we did. This show is all about Teresa. And we know that Jennifer is a huge fan and admitted fan. Yeah, of course she's desperate to be a friend of Teresa. It's probably a dream of hers. She's living her dream. She's friends with Teresa Judice. Now, here's the unspoken thing, though. Jackie was also a huge fan of Teresa. Yeah. She went to Teresa's book signing she once met upon a time. Yeah, and that's why she thinks she's a stalker to find stalker. stalker. Um, and I think what Jackie isn't saying is that while Jennifer is desperate for Teresa's love, so is she. Yeah, but she's not getting it. She's not getting so it. So she's upset. She picked, she picked the wrong spoon, and she's on the wrong side. She's Team Melissa, which I think is good for her. And it's, she's probably hyped about that if she's been a fan I all mean, these and years. Her and Melissa are more, I, I think, are better friends than her and Teresa would be. I think right. Dr- Teresa needs worker bees like Jennifer to like feed her <laughs> queendom, whereas like Melissa and Jackie could go out on the town and have a couple drinks, which is why Marge. Runs with them because all three of those ladies are a big bucket of fun. I imagine the three of them going out is like with like Lindsay Paris and like Brittany used to go out together, <laughs> and they have those photos of them like in the car, and it's, you just see like Margaret like, uh, and then Marge Senior's like driving. Yes. Oh yeah, that's how I see it. So anyway, uh, I agree. I think that Jennifer is desperate, but Jackie, I think, wants that friendship. Is desperate too. as well. They yeah. both are desperate, um, and they're both desperate over attention because they go. Face to face at this freaking party. Uh, basically, Jennifer gets attacked by Jackie. And Jackie's like, yo, like this wasn't cool. Like I was really upset. Cyberbullying isn't okay at any age. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was before they actually came face to face where Jennifer was talking about the text message that Jackie sent her. And Jackie was basically like, you know, cyberbullying isn't okay at any age. And it shows Jennifer and she's like, uh... Okay, like <laughs> this bitch. It's a great reaction vid. I mean, between Jackie and Kathy from Real Houses OC with her hashtag anti-bullying tirade, these women can change the world. Um, but these two women decide to just go to, honestly, blows at this party, which blows my mind because Jennifer's the host of this party and she's the one that's really instigating this fight and hyping it up even though she blames it on Jackie. I do think Jackie's in the wrong. I am with Jennifer. I'm like, I feel like I'm going crazy trying to explain this to you. Like it's a joke and you need to lighten up and like, I'm not going to apologize because it was something that, you know, I said amongst other people and then Jackie's like, but those are all people who hate me and you're trying to impress them, which is like, yeah, half true. But at the same time, it's not like you don't talk shit about Jennifer when you're with your friends. Like you have to, you have to understand that like it cannot hurt your feelings, but you have to get over it. I've been made fun of on social media before. I've had friends <laughs> make fun of me to my face before. And guess what? They're still my friends. Cause I know how that's a true friend. Cause if someone can make fun of you and you can move forward from it or laugh at it, they're not kissing your ass. I don't like I don't like brown nosers. I'm surprised Jennifer didn't do the faux apology of I'm sorry that your feelings were hurt. I'm sorry that you feel bad about it. You know? That's the classic faux apology. It is, and we see it all the time on Housewives. Yeah. Didn't I used didn't I do that? Or I had you, that done to me. You used to endorse that as an apology. You used to say that that's a real apology, but I'm like, no, that's a non-apology. And that's then a once faux it apology. happened to me and someone yeah. was like, I'm sorry you feel that way that this happened. I'm like, no, bitch, you did this. Yep. Because that's not actually taking ownership. No. That's really just saying, 
I'm not really sorry. You just feel bad and you feel bad. Okay. Like sucks for sometimes you. Sometimes is the case. Like sometimes they're, yeah, but. Like in this case. Yeah. Honestly, Jennifer's right. Jennifer would have every right to be like, I'm sorry that you are hurt by this. I'm sorry you feel bad. But if she did that, then Jackie would have just, you know, pounced on the non-pology. True. True. The non-pology can be used as a weapon in the future. But yeah, Jennifer like screams at Jackie and she's, well, because Jackie's (laughs) like, get your finger out of my face. And Jennifer's like, well, stop with your condescending slur. And she like lunges at her, doesn't she? She straight up lunges. (laughs) I did also like her trying to pass this on to Teresa being like, well, Teresa posted it. I didn't post it. Even though it was her in the video. It's like, I didn't want this out. Um, Just pass the blame around. I mean, I do believe that Jennifer is a puppet of Teresa, like it was mentioned, where it's like Jennifer is basically saying the things that Teresa would say. Um, And that just circles back, I think, to her being desperate for the approval of Teresa. I think that's the kind of people that Teresa likes to surround herself with, because we saw it with Danielle Staub last season. If they're going to pair it with Teresa says, they're going to support Teresa. They're going to be ride or dies for Teresa. She wants them in her pack. Hey, the girl didn't go to prison for nothing. She knows how to make a little gang. And she is making one straight up here on Bronze season 10. If you remember, Teresa said to uh, Margaret that she is still pissed at Jackie. She doesn't work with Jackie. Remember that? Yeah. So, yeah, it appears that Jennifer is at the very least parroting what Teresa is saying, if not legitimately believing it. But from what you know, we've learned in this episode, they were actually close friends between seasons. Yeah, it's it's weird. I mean, we always see blow-ups right before seasons begin. Sometimes it's real, sometimes it's not. I think this is more Jackie kind of being... A little, little bit contriving. Yeah, uh, it's something. she's trying to produce herself a little yeah. bit. She realized she doesn't have that much drama going on because it's hard to keep up with Teresa. But, but I think it's going to snowball into an avalanche. Oh, no, That's it totally I is. I mean, we already see this getting bigger because... Teresa and Jackie talk and Teresa's like, I heard you were spreading rumors. She's like, no, someone asked me a question and I told them a statement about what I thought. And she's like, well, I'd prefer you keep Jackie. I prefer you keep my name out of your mouth. And Jackie's like, well, I would hope that you do the same. And Teresa's like, I wasn't talking about you. And she's like, well, you were. And you know, it turns into this whole thing. And basically they decide to stop talking about each other, which I think is (laughs) the best decision. But I mean, that's the end of the fight we see for now. Jackie leaves without saying goodbye to Jennifer, which is like, you know, it's not the best manners and etiquette. But at the same time, they screamed at each other. So I would just kind of dip too. Yeah, same here. And then it cuts to... See how nuanced we are, by the way? We could be on Jennifer's side on the previous issue, but here we're on Jackie's side. I like... Look at us. I can see both sides now, y'all. Look at us. Not so one way. Um, But... At the same time, like, this just ends because the biggest drama is Joe's release from prison and is sent right to ICE custody. Now, we don't see anything going on with that. We just see, like, news clips and paper clippings and all that. Well, we hear a phone call. But we do get a phone call, which is very revealing. Uh, Teresa's like, well, how is it in there? And he goes, well, it's it's bad. It's as bad as it can get. It's the, it's the worst. And she's like, well, are you going to be okay? And he's like, well, no, I might, I might go friggin' nuts. Yeah, And from what we heard on Joe and Teresa Unlocked, the situation and the place where he stayed for ICE detention was so much worse than prison. Uh, He said it was inhumane. He was never locked up in solitary confinement when he was in prison. But right when he got to ICE, he tried to open the window for light. And the windows are gated. There's no way to get out. And he got thrown 
into solitary confinement for trying to get a little air and light in the in the gym. It's rough. Um, I'm sure we're going to get a lot more of that drama. This season looks crazy. We have a Jamaica trip. We've got more with Joe and Teresa and their legal battles. We've got... Um, we may not have mentioned this, but Teresa and Melissa briefly talked at the party too. It wasn't too consequential, but it was basically Teresa confirming that Melissa isn't spreading yeah. Yeah, rumors about her and defending her. Melissa said that she is defender, defending her. But like we said er- earlier, they will always have some friction. They will yeah. always have some tension. So Teresa's like, okay, yeah, you better. You know, we're family. You better stick up for me. And Melissa's like, I am. Uh, but they they don't trust each other too much. No. And it was funny, though, when Teresa said, you know, like, people respect you because of me. <laughs> it's like, like Joe saying, Andy, the, we're the best things that happened to you. <laughs> best thing in your life. No one do these housewives before us. And Andy's like, well, let me tell you. I think Teresa really thinks of herself as the big sister. Oh, 100%. And as the superstar, which in both cases may be true. It's may 100% true. true. But you're not going to win too many friends um, saying, oh, people only respect you because of me. So if you want you know, Melissa to be one of your soldiers, or at the very least be an ally, don't be going and demeaning her like that. I said that once to someone. No. Well, you I said was- that? Well, I didn't say that. I said, I gave you all your friends. I could take them all away. Oh, I know who you said that to. I <laughs> know I who you right. said that to. Because <laughs> I was Queen Bee, bitch. <laughs> BTE. I know Big who. Big Teresa energy. I know exactly who you, were ta- who you are talking about. And guess what happened? It was true. It happened. Really? Yeah. I got my, I got my squad. <laughs> now we have bad blood. I can't even sing, guys. I couldn't before, but now I really can't. Um, but I think that rounds it now out for Jersey. Now we covered it all. Yeah. We mentioned it all this episode. So mentioned if you guys don't want to miss a single one of our other recaps, hopefully with my voice uh, healed and better, um, subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, I, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. We've got OC. We've got Dallas. We've got Ronj. And we've got Atlanta. Plus, we have our bonus episode every week, which is This Week in Bravo Top 5, where we talk about the top five bravo stories in real life not on the bravo screens and we've also got our patreon too at patreon.com slash hot and bravo so check us out all those places if you're on the social media like we are check us out by searching at hot and bravo that's at h-o-t in b-r-a-v-o-d armin how can people find you at armin mahram on twitter and instagram and i'm at eddie underscore estrada and we will see you guys next time